0: Welcome to the I Died the Day I Loved You podcast. Today's episode, miscommunication is key. As we made our way through 2009, our relationship went from strength to strength. My parents were becoming more accepting of Joel and we were learning what buttons to avoid pushing. One of those buttons that we should avoid pushing when it comes to me and my family is our personal space. One August afternoon, Joel and I planned to have dinner with his mother Janet, brother Michael, sister Jessica, and one of his friends, Jeff Yu. Prior to their arrival, I told Joel to call me since we were tidying up the house and running errands all day. However, while in the midst of vacuuming the living room, the doorbell rang. It was Joel's mother. Sign of disrespect number one. As I opened the door and looked at a meek and embarrassed Joel standing behind his mother, she barged in with his siblings and Jeff. I wanted to put them all in their place for not only refusing to respect my wishes, but forcing their way into my home sign of disrespect. Number two, however, I did not want to portray the angry black woman stereotype. So I asked them to have a seat in the living room as they all stood in our foyer, virtually frozen in place for some godforsaken reason. My parents made their way downstairs. My dad had yet to meet any of Joel's family before. So as janet made her way towards the living room my father extended his hand to greet michael jessica and jeff meanwhile i pulled joel to the side and asked him why they didn't wait for me to call as we had agreed upon he told me that his mother claimed she was tired of waiting and doing things on my schedule and decided to take matters into her own hands sign of disrespect number three she better be glad we weren't playing baseball While the five of them sat in our living room watching TV, or so I thought, I ran upstairs to change clothes so we could go to dinner. However, less than two minutes later, I hear my mother yelling downstairs. She's not one to yell unless she is truly pissed, so I knew something big had happened. As I found out later that evening from my mother, she found Janet in our kitchen going through our cabinets, drawers, and refrigerator, all without our permission. Sign of disrespect number four. When my mother confronted her, Janet claimed her blood sugar was low and she needed to eat in order to prevent passing out from her diabetes. Mind you, I had not heard Joel's mother mention having diabetes before or since. When my mom asked Janet why she didn't ask her, the host, to prepare a snack for her, the guest, she replied she, quote, shouldn't have to ask for permission to go through someone's home, end quote who did she think she was sign of disrespect number five and all in less than 10 minutes in order to diffuse the situation as quickly as possible we hastily left for dinner much to my parents disapproval while on the drive to the restaurant as i listened to joel's mother subtly curse my mother under her breath jeff and michael turned to me and in unison decided to air their grievances but their issue wasn't with my mother No, it was with my father. Seemingly out of nowhere, the two of them turned to me and said, You know your father disrespected us too, right? Surprised, I replied, No, he didn't. However, they insisted. It was at this moment, Jeff said, with Michael nodding feverishly, When we walked in your house and met your dad, he said a crude comment toward us and blew his cigar smoke in our face. He was totally disrespectful. I knew immediately that was a load of crock. Not only does my dad abstain from crude comments, he doesn't even say the word fart, but in all the years I've seen him smoke, which is my entire life, I've never seen him blow smoke in someone's face, not even someone he dislikes. I knew at that moment that Joel's mother, brother, and one of his best friends were all full of it, which led to a strong possibility that Joel was also a manipulative liar. This revelation led to a very intense point of contention between Joel and I. For the next few days, I continuously called him a liar and a manipulator. I told him I couldn't trust him because his grandfather was allegedly a racist and the rest of his family were liars. I've always felt children are a lot like their lineage and the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. The irony is I still wanted to be with him. However, Joel couldn't take being called deceptive, untruthful, and, in a sense, racist, and so, at the crack of dawn, he drove to my house unannounced, although my mother had warned me the night before, and told me he could no longer be in a relationship with me.